You're listening to the Inner Child Podcast. Do you have to be completely over your ex in order to move on to your next relationship? Besties, today I'm going to clear up one of the biggest misconceptions when it comes to healing after a breakup. There's this idea that if you're healed, you should not feel anything towards your ex, almost as if they were dead before you can find love again. And this couldn't be further from the truth if you are somebody with an anxious attachment style or a disorganized attachment style. It's completely wrong. I can't believe more people don't talk about this. And we're going to help you understand this and properly move on from your breakup right after this intro. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Hey besties, welcome back to your favorite podcast, The Inner Child Podcast. I'm your host, Gloria Zhang, relationship coach, former therapist, jack of all trades. And I am recording this literally 10 minutes after wrapping up a coaching call inside my soulmate program. And the reason I'm doing this now is so that I don't forget. I've been meaning to record this episode for a while. It came up during today's call. Everyone told me, Gloria, you should make an episode on this. And so I decided I'm going to do it right now before it slips my mind while it's still fresh in my head. And I'm going to talk about what it really means to heal after a breakup, how to know if you're ready to move on, and why you don't actually need to feel completely over your ex in order to move on and really clear up a lot of misconceptions that you may have about relationships. Now, I don't hear a lot of people out there talking about this. I feel like we have a pop culture dating advice thing going on where there is this belief that you should feel completely over your former flame. You shouldn't have any feelings. You shouldn't be thinking about them. You should have absolutely zero attachment to them for you to be able to move on. And in my experience, that could not be further from the truth. And one of the reasons why my coaching team is so good at helping our clients move on very quickly into new relationships, and aside from myself, this is a hand-picked expert team that works with my people, is because we understand that people with different attachment styles behave differently in relationships. And you have to stop comparing yourself to regular people, right? And I mean people who don't have childhood wounds, people who don't have inner child wounds. We are different and we feel different things in relationships. And one of the things that we have really normalized and it helps to speed up the healing process massively is that especially if you are someone with anxious attachment style or disorganized attachment style, it is normal to still have feelings for your ex all the way up until you're in a new relationship. It is normal doesn't matter how much healing you do in the world. If that is what your current attachment style is, that's how you're going to feel. And I'll share from my personal example. When I've told you guys that I had a four-month 
intensive healing period between my last relationship and before I met Andrew. And because I understood this concept, it made it so much easier, right, for me to enter my new relationship. And up until our first date, I still had lingering feelings towards my ex. I still had that feeling of sadness and longing and that feeling of attachment that was still there. That is absolutely normal because of what my attachment style is. But it was the way that I interpreted those feelings that made all the difference. So what usually happens, and students who start working with me, I see this in almost everybody. They start having these pining feelings towards their partner, and they feel afraid of those feelings. They're afraid of the thoughts, they're afraid of the feelings, and they start to ruminate about the thoughts and feelings. Why do I still feel this way? Why do I miss my ex? Does this mean I'm not healing? Does it mean I'm going backwards? Does it mean that something's wrong? And when they start to feel like something is wrong, the feelings and thoughts intensify and they suddenly feel like they have to act on those urges, right? As if there was actually something wrong. But let's talk about what's happening in your attachment style for a second. If you have one of these insecure attachment styles, anxious especially, your entire nervous system has been wired to cling onto relationships. And it's been a wonderful thing in the past because that is how you have been able to survive. That is how previously you have gotten your needs met as a child or in the past, right? So think about your nervous system as being wired this way, right? Therefore, until you have a new person to attach to, your attachment style is just going to do its thing. It's going to have these lingering feelers out there for that last person. And it doesn't mean that something is wrong. It doesn't mean that you're not working hard enough. You're not healing hard enough. Those feelings are going to be there and they're allowed to be there. And it's also the brain just doing what the brain does. Right? So when we have people in our lives, especially for long periods of time, your brain actually creates neural pathways um, that represent that person. So it's almost as if there are neurons in your brain directly for specific people in your life, especially if that relationship has been recent. Your brain is just firing neurons for connections that already exist inside your brain. And that's why sometimes you have dreams about your ex. You have random, spontaneous thoughts that pop up. Again, it doesn't mean anything greater than what it is. It's just your brain doing its thing. And it's totally okay. And you don't have to feel afraid of those thoughts. And if you fall into this category, you will probably still have feelings all the way until you are in a new relationship. But the difference is that when you are ready to actually move on, it's not that you don't have feelings for your ex anymore. That's not the criteria for knowing when you're ready. It's rather about hitting what I call the feel-heal-attract, right? So my feel-heal-attract system. So when you are ready to move on, you know how to feel, right? So you know how to regulate your emotions and you know how to deal with the abandonment, the anxiety, the doubts in relationships, you know how to heal, right? You have properly grieved that 
time of your life and you've addressed the inner child wounds that have come up and you know how to attract, right? So you know what to look for now in a new partner and you understand how to look for those qualities in a new relationship. And that's what I call the feel, heal, and attract. So those are the three basic foundational skills that every woman who is successful in a relationship must have before moving on to a new relationship. It's an absolute basic foundational must. Without these three things, you're going to just repeat patterns in your new relationships, right? And if you want to learn all about the Feel Hela Track system, I teach what it is for free inside my free workshop called the No More Painful Relationships Workshop. You can join for free at gethealthylove.com. So that's gethealthylove.com and see where you are in terms of your healing, right? So just like I had healed in those four months myself, I knew how to regulate my feelings. I had addressed my inner child wounds and I knew what to look for and how to develop a relationship with a healthy partner. But I still had those lingering feelings towards my ex. And that was totally okay because I had a disorganized attachment style, and that is simply what my nervous system does. That's just how my attachment style works. And I let those feelings be there, and I didn't make it into a bigger issue than it really was. And I trusted that when I had gone into a healthy, secure connection, that those old feelings will naturally go away. And by entering a secure relationship, my own attachment style gradually transitioned from disorganized to now me having a secure attachment style. And that's basically the full story. All right. So I'm also going to give you guys now three practical tips, like literally steps one, two, and three of what to do if you are currently feeling these lingering attachments to your ex. Okay, you guys ready? You might want to grab a pen and paper for this one so that you can jot these points down. So I'll wait just a second for you guys to grab something, maybe your Apple notes or a small notebook or something. Let me get a drink of water. All right, so here are the three steps on how to deal with lingering feelings for your ex when you want to move on. Step number one, remember that you are not your thoughts and feelings. You have thoughts and feelings, but they are not you. Your brain has neural pathways and neural connections that are actually based on people in your life. And if you've spent some time with that person, naturally your brain will fire connections and you will have thoughts and feelings and dreams. And there's nothing wrong with that because your attachment style is simply doing what it was designed to do to cling on to connections to keep you safe. It's just a defense mechanism and it's totally okay. All right, you are not your thoughts and feelings. Step number two is to take a pause and give yourself permission to not feel afraid of your thoughts and feelings, right? Don't make meaning out of something that's not there. So if you're missing your ex or you feel this compulsion to text your ex or drive by their house. These feelings and thoughts doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. It doesn't mean that you're not healing or not making progress. And it certainly doesn't mean that there's something wrong with this situation. 
right? It's not a problem, and it's only thinking that it's a problem that we're making a problem out of this. And the third step is to do your emotional regulation. That means that you can feel the feelings and make space for experiencing those emotions without acting on the urge. So what I mean by this is, just because you have an emotion of missing your ex, doesn't mean you have to act on it, right? It doesn't mean you actually have to go out there and drive by their house, for example. Although it's very uncomfortable, right? It doesn't feel comfortable to have those emotions, but it's just like any other emotion, whether it's anxiety or sadness or anger. We can feel things without acting on the impulse. And I've already taught you guys how to do this, all the way back in episode nine, right? So this was one of my top downloaded episodes of all time, which is episode number nine: How to deal with big feelings. So I would highly recommend going back to that episode. In that episode, I literally walk you through the step by step of how to manage and process these big, heavy, intense emotions as they're coming up. So it's really, really useful. So definitely go back and give that one a re-listen. And to summarize the three steps, right? One, you're not your thoughts and feelings. Two, don't be afraid of those thoughts and feelings. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong. And number three, feel the feelings without acting on the impulse. And to do that, you actually have to allow yourself to feel the feelings. And honestly, guys, once you get this. You are going to feel so much more ease and freedom, not just in your relationships, but in yourself. And it's really about removing that pressure to be perfect, right? Or perfectly healed. That's why I say all the time: you don't have to be perfectly healed in order to enter a relationship. It's just not possible. But instead, it's simply about understanding your attachment style, your unique inner child wounds. And working with it rather than against it. I know I'm getting a little bit heated on this topic, but this is one of those specific topics that I feel very passionate about, and which I feel directly contributed to me wasting years of my life not being able to succeed in relationships because I was always receiving these implied messages, you know, from therapists or like dating magazines. That I was just never healed enough to move on, right? If I felt a negative emotion, it meant that I wasn't healed enough. If I had this feeling or this thought, it meant that there was more work to do. And then everyone says healing is a journey, which it is. Healing is definitely a journey, but a journey, as I've mentioned before, has a beginning, middle, and end. And if the work is endless. Then it also implies that we will never be able to be healed enough in order to move on and to succeed in a relationship, and that is just not true at all. Fifty percent of the healing, which I have explained, is in the feel, heal, and track, is in the internal stuff, but the rest of the healing, the rest of the fifty percent, is actually when you're inside a healthy relationship, and through the safety of that new connection, a new safe connection. You do the rest of the healing by being in relation to another person, and it's through that new safe relationship that we develop a healthy, secure attachment style 
And there's studies on this, guys. You can look up research that shows that your attachment style can indeed change over time. And in order to do so, you need to be in a secure relationship. Okay, I'm going to get off my soapbox here <laughs> because I feel like it really needs to be said. And if you have a girlfriend who is currently struggling with feelings from their ex and you suspect that she may have an anxious attachment style or disorganized attachment style, please send this episode to her. Let her know the truth of how she feels so that we can help her. And let's definitely start having a conversation about this so that more people can know. All right. <laughs> and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode so very much. And hey, if you feel a good connection here, you've loved the podcast, and our philosophies have really helped you, just a reminder that we offer a free consultation with our amazing coaching team for high achievers who are looking to transition out of toxic relationships and into healthy, secure ones for life. That is what I'm best at. We have a 97% success rate. You can find all the information, all my free resources, my free guidebooks, my free workshop at buygloriazank.com or click on the link below. Don't hesitate to reach out, whether it's through the DMs or email. We are here for you and I'm really here to help you as best as I can. So please, please feel welcome to reach out. So my loves, I hope this was an especially helpful episode something to come back to when you feel confused about your lingering attachments and ex-partner situation. So I'll see you again in the next episode. But for now, have a beautiful day and an abundant life. Mwah! Talk to you soon. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot. So thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one. Thanks for tuning in, Bestie. I've got something for you. If you think this show deserves a five-star review, we'll send you my free Inner Child Starter Kit as a thank you for your support, which contains exclusive wallpapers and resources for you to download. To get your kit, just upload a screenshot of your review on Apple or Spotify to my webpage, bygloriazang.com slash reviews. The link is also in the show notes. There you can also check out my healing sessions and programs at bygloriazang.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and I will meet you in the next episode. Mwah!